Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Did you enjoy our live stream, Brown John? If so, there's another one coming up on the 22nd of April. If you didn't see it because you were busy or just an idiot, then you should check it out because the reviews we got for the first one were sensational. Hmm. Find out more about it on our Twitter and also you can get your tickets. What's our website called again? TFTimeMachine.com. Yeah, yeah, tickets links, are available the there. The links will be up there, yeah. 22nd of April, 7pm. Loads of great stuff. Um, get involved. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hot Body Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Monday morning episode. Um, I've had a quiet weekend. Sam's been mostly tea, cake and snooker Mm. on the telly. I've got to admit, I've done very little else. I did um, a lot of tea and cake this weekend. It was was my good wife's birthday. So yesterday was like just one long tea and cake session. I mean, you know... it, it's a toss-up whether we should wallow in birthdays when we're adult humans and we've got kids, but mm. I think you absolutely should. I think everyone should get the fucking day off on their birthday, to be honest. I, I think that I think that there's there's a balance, isn't there? I mean, don't ignore it because you know, God, God knows, there's not many good days. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean the by that is there's not many right days there. where God you, where knows you, there's not where many good days. <laughs> just sort of go. Well, this is just about indu- guilt-free indulgence, and yeah. other people can wait on me and all the rest of it, right? So I think that's really important. But um, yeah, I mean, there are still people who'll be like, "It's my birthday," and so, well, obviously, it's my birthday that weekend. So I'm, on the Friday, we're doing this, and then you know, like they stretch it over a number of mm. fucking days, or blah blah mm. blah blah blah. That gets a little bit silly. I'm always like, look, if you're older than twelve. You don't need a birthday that lasts more than 24 hours. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there are some people who go far too far, or maybe far enough, and they have a birthday a month. Fuck yeah. And they just do a load of stuff for the entire month, which is deranged, possibly. It's very egotistical. I mean, I mistrust anyone who says that they prefer their birthday to Christmas. Well, yeah, because it's a solitary thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, my son's like that. Is but it? <laughs> to be fair to him, he loves all birthdays. Like, because yeah. he just thinks, well, he loves tea and cake, most of all, right? Yeah. And, like, he's a big, I mean, everyone's a cake fan, but he's, like, really, he's all about cake. He thinks is, it's, like, the is best Is he a invention. committed tea drinker as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. That is, that's really good. I go like this to him. I go, mate, do you fancy a cup of tea? And he just goes, what did you just say? And I go, do you fancy a cup of tea? He goes... Do you know anything about me? He went, <laughs> what? He went, every time you ask that question, I find it insulting. 
I always fancy a cup of tea. Yeah, he's just like, the answer is always yes, so stop asking me. Even yeah. if I'm currently drinking a cup of tea, I still want another cup of tea. So he's like really excited. So to be fair to him, he does like everyone's birthday. So he was almost as excited about his mum's birthday That's as good. he was about, you know, uh, his own. But he will always say, oh, yeah, my birthday's much better than Christmas. Mm. And, it, yeah, because it's... And some people are like that, but then you think, well, I don't know. It makes me think, oh, God, I, I hope he's not a Tory. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> Christmas we'll is see. sort of more more left-wing, yeah. isn't it, really? It is, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a social Birthday's celebration for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> totally, totally, yeah. I mean, I hope I hope your good wife had a good birthday because I like she to did, think, I think that she's a part of the TFTM family. Yeah, I'm sure that the listeners think of her as an integral yeah. part of this whole thing. We, we so, you know, it's like it's her second lockdown birthday, so there's only so much you can do. But we did go to Kew Gardens, the Royal Botanic Gardens. All right, yeah. Which is, um, well, you know, you you went to the Cold War exhibition, didn't you? At did. the National Archives, I got chased so by a goose. Yeah. I mean, fucking hell, mate. Kew, worth considering uh, as a place to live for anyone because you've got the National Archive and yeah. you've got Kew Gardens. So basically, you've got, loads of, you've got loads of information and loads of flowers. I mean, <laughs> what, what more do you, do you want? want? Right. Exactly. It's really great. So we had a little walk around there, full veggie breakfast. Mm-hmm. For lunch, I made sandwiches and, and uh, I made sandwiches and the boy made cupcakes of his own specification. Nice one. Then uh, Chinese takeaway for dinner. So there was a lot of eating. Fucking good. Good stuff. Two films, Man in the Iron Mask, Mm -hmm. superb. Um, I find it hard to watch films now without thinking of it through the prism of Top Flight Time Machine. So in The Man with the Iron Mask, obviously there is a man with the Iron Mask, but the Iron Mask is fucking hilarious, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... It's an iron mask. That's just a funny concept. Like, let's lock. Let, right, we're going to lock this cunt in a fucking iron mask. Go right round his head. There'll be a couple of eye holes, a mouth hole, and that's it. And there's a padlock on it so he can never get out. And his head's going to be dead sweaty. And if he has an itch on his nose, it'll be hell because he won't be able to scratch it. But it's really funny because the first time you see him, like, you know those hatches in the doors you get in prisons? Yeah. Oh, little mini prison hatch door. We all want one of those in our well, rich, if we're in really. prison, we want one, yeah. yeah. But we don't want to be in prison, do we? No, true. Or do we? But it would be quite good to get a prison door just in your home, just to give no, it small I'm, prison vibes without all the hell. I, I mean, I think we've said before on this podcast, if you put me in an open prison, I'd be quite happy with that for maybe yeah. the mo- maybe some month. Ford open prison. A bit of respite. Prison. I've thought about Ford open prison loads over the years. Yeah. I mean, one of my brothers has got four kids and he fucking dreams of going there. Yeah, exactly. Just a bit of, a bit of <laughs> time off. He's been trying his best. I mean, I've said a week or a fortnight in hospital, I could do that as mm. long as it would be, you know, something that wasn't going to be uh, fit. Well, if you were put in a ward with, like, Peter Bowles yeah. and uh, who are the other two? James James Ball and Peter Bowles J- and Christopher Strawley. Oh, Christopher Strawley. Because Wilson the, the doctor. yeah. That'd be one fun. of my mates uh, a couple of weeks ago, about three weeks ago, one of my mates had a mild heart attack. Oh yeah, he ended up in hospital for a week, and they, they, they've sorted him out. They've used what I believe is called balloon therapy, 
where they've oh, yeah. reinflated his arteries yeah. somehow. Fucking I can't even begin hell. to imagine how they've done it because it's just the, the miracle of Stick modern science. Stick a fucking science. balloon up there. Yeah, it goes up his ass all the way up to his heart, and then you pump, 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 pump. Then we, we stick. Then we stick a, a willing nurse at his bumhole. <laughs> she blows up there, and that inflates the balloon, which in turn inflates his arteries. Bang! The blood's flowing, and he can go home. And then we just pull it out, send him on his way, forward him yeah. a taxi. Um, Sometimes I, it, it flies out of its own accord and whizzes round the run, <laughs> making a, a high pitched wine. <laughs> so he was in he was in for about a week before he got his, his uh, balloon therapy done and he said it was uh, a very similar vibe to Only When I Laugh he says the crack was fantastic yeah he says there was yeah, the one fellow who was kicking off um, and the police had to be called out a couple of times one night but apart from that it was uh, good fun something mm. that kind of thing I could do that open yeah. prison yeah, in a yeah. heartbeat prison I mean, so, hospital you know, open prison Ford open prison you've mentioned there you could mm. go down there I reckon just have a wander round, and I reckon you could just walk in. Well, maybe you we could should just admit yourself to Ford Open Prison. Maybe we should do a show there. It's so easy to get out of. There's mm. there's just a border, like a soil border with some plants in. Mm. There's no fence. It's just like a garden, and then there's the border. You just jump. But they're over basically it. like, so, look, cunts. If you do a runner, that's fine. But if we catch you, you're going into you're normal back prison. The, back to the big house again. Yeah. So I you're think you go. could go in. That, the you, deal is simple. Stay if you, here of your own accord or go to strange ways. If you unescaped, as I'm proposing, and you just mm. went in and decided to just admit yourself and you got caught, would they then put you into the big prison? Yeah, the go. it's illegal for mm. you to break into a prison. And yeah. therefore, and you will be sent reside. to prison. And you go, fine, mate, I'm here already. And they go, no, 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 no. proper prison. Big prison. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and you just look at the sky and raise your hands and go, The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. But, but you know, like when Johnny Cash went into a prison to do a concert, didn't he? Yeah. He liked yeah, to go yeah. into... I don't know if he did it San, once or several times. He did a few, yeah. San Quentin was the famous one, wasn't it? We, oh, I was talking about San Quentin the other day because I met a guy. I interviewed a guy who'd been an inmate in San Quentin, right? Mm. Have you ever seen the film Reservoir Dogs? I have, yes, many times. Mr. Blue, the quite scary old man yeah. who sat around the table, he was a real life, I think, murderer or maybe bad just guy, yeah, wasn't robber. He? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he had a book out when I was working on a magazine years ago, like the late 90s. And, um, and I went to interview him because he was doing the public, he was over in England doing the publicity tour. And I was quite young and went behind the ears. And uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, he scared me quite a lot in the interview. Mm. I said something daft like, "What was the most scary thing that happened to you in San Quentin?" And he was, and he was like, moved right in close with his fucking mental mad fucking face. <laughs> and he was like, "You ever seen a man stabbed up in the shower? His blood splattered all over your naked body, right? His guts spilling out over your feet, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No." Next question. I don't think I have a book about. <laughs> What other books do you like? <laughs> do you like acting more than being in prison? <laughs> the reason it came up was... I think my wife said, what do you reckon the toughest prison is? Because that's, that's why she's a good wife. She asks yeah. questions like that. And, and I said, well, probably one in South America. But I said, I can't remember any of those names. So I'm going to have to say... 
San Quentin because mm. that's always the one that comes up in America. And I went, I remember going to interview Mr. Blue and he told me all about life in San Quentin, but I had to wrap up the interview because I had to get home to watch England play Scotland in a uh, <laughs> playoff for the Euros. It was either like, yeah. the Euros or the World Cup. But yeah. we had to play a... Do you remember there was the, that playoff situation yeah, where if yeah. you've come second in your group and we had to play Scotland over two legs? Yeah, they still have that. Where England generally don't, don't get themselves into it. with that anymore. They yeah. just fucking win the group by beating Albania 2-0 and shit like that. Yeah. Boring. So, yeah. So you had to wrap it up with Mr. Blue. Did you tell him that you had to finish early because of that? I, I remember my now. dad was coming round to my flat that I lived in at the time, and I was like, I have to go out to watch England. It was must have been the days where I still gave a shit about England. I have to go like, out to watch the big match. <laughs> you what? You got me all this oh, way what? here, and now you're going to fuck off? You want to watch, watch a soccer? soccer game? What is that with women? No, it's a men's one. <laughs> Men play soccer here? Yes. <laughs> And I'm going to watch it with my father. We're playing the old enemy, Scotland. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hell. You're pathetic. You're not even human to me. <laughs> I, know, I don't care, actually. <laughs> I, don't I don't care at all what you think of me. My mother says I'm doing very well in my journalism career. <laughs> and this interview is another notch on my belt. <laughs> I'll put you it on watch my out CV. for me. I'll be going all the way to the top. <laughs> Just you wait and see. <laughs> Write it down, Sam Delaney. <laughs> oh, you one can't day you talk me. about. You, you talk can't about stab this. me. We're in an upmarket hotel lobby. <laughs> I'll stab you wherever I fucking want. You think I'm scared of going to a British prison? Ah! <laughs> Alert! Alert! <laughs> this man is a convicted criminal. Um, Security. I don't know. We anyway, got the that. man in the Mayan eye mask. When yeah. you first see him, he sticks his head through one of those hatches in that mad mask. And I'm sat there watching it with my wife and two kids, and I couldn't help but give it that. <laughs> All right, cons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a look it up it's such a great alright cunts moment you just can't not say it it's just like the hatch opens and there's no one there because like the guards open the hatch and then suddenly this head just fucking comes out this mad iron mask it's a proper alright cunts <laughs> and then we watch Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid yeah because that's one of our favourite films and um, the kids had never seen it and uh, it's one of my favourite films too and there's a fucking brilliant Lampard in that. If you you know if if you know the film well, you'll remember. But they hold up the the money train twice, one on its way out, and once on its way back, because they're such mm. that like Butch Cassidy is living out loud so much that he thinks, "Fuck it, we'll rob it on its way we'll to collect the money, and then on its way back when it's bringing some money back, we'll rob the con again. They won't be <laughs> expecting that. The last thing they'll be up for. Yeah. yeah. And the guy who's who's guarding the the actual carriage that has the safe in it is a brilliant fucking Lampard, like an all time one of the great cinematic Lampards. Because right. Butch Cassidy's knocking the door, going, "Look, you know who this is. Just fucking let me in so I can rob the money. Yeah. I don't want to hurt anyone." And he's going, "I work for Mister So and So and Such and Such from the <laughs> Bank of America, and I am I am duty bound to not open the door." And he's going, "Listen, I'm going to fucking blow you up one way or the other, mate." Anyway. <laughs> I'm not doing the scene justice, but the point is, I watch these films, some of which I've known and loved my whole life, and now 
I just can't help but think of everything through the lens of obviously in Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, especially when they moved to Bolivia. There's yeah. loads of dis and dattery, loads of dis and dats, loads of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't think that I've was ever the seen thing. it. Oh mate, it is such a brilliant film. It's so great. And the man in the Iron Mask is that the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? Or is that, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because there would have been various incarnations of that yeah. film over the years. There's been another one since then. But, there might have been, yeah. yeah. It's Di- DiCaprio, who I always think is brilliant in every film he's in. He's fucking excellent. He's yeah. the best actor. He's the best actor. He's the best and, actor, uh, right. But also Jeremy Irons is in it, Gerard Depardieu, John Malkovich, the lot, mate. It's fucking hilarious. Because they're all... Oh, it's great because they're the Musketeers, but they've got old. Yeah. But they still are quite sort of hard. Yeah. But they're sort of out of shape. Do you know what I mean? And, and they're all they're all act, proper actorly actors, and they're doing oh, proper yeah. acting in it. Yeah, yeah. Depardieu, massively... Right Depardieu going massively over the top, which is how you always want him to be. Hasn't Depardieu recently been arrested, though, for the incredible uh, fucking hideousness I will I'm pretty sure he has sexual sexual deviancy yeah um, yeah it wouldn't surprise we, me we, we, we can't we right, can't we can't discuss him Dead by Dieu. so no. we can't talk about that time he just rocked up on some remote Scottish island in the in the boozer and got pissed up with everyone remember that yeah that, that's alright that, yeah he's been charged been charged with rape and sexual assault oh my so. god alright forget everything I've just said I can't believe we watched that film now yeah, you have to be unkids. I sat there and watched that with my children, and I had no idea that we was watching a nuts. <laughs> he should be killed. They could have warned us at the start of it. Oh, could have I feel us. sickened. I feel absolutely <laughs> sickened. I'm going to go and do a protest outside the French embassy. <laughs> yes, exactly the kind of protest you're thinking of. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a dirty I'm protest. I'm just going to stand guy. outside the French embassy wrapped in a Union Jack and I'm going to defecate on their doorstep. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
Jalapeño. A couple of things telly-wise I thought I'd mention. The Jack Charlton documentary is on BBC Two tonight, which mm. looks to be excellent. Um, filmed in the, the final year of his life, but obviously covering his whole life and career. Um, produced by Andy Townsend, who appears to be now a film producer, wow. as well as everything else. Um, and the Tina Turner documentary has dropped, as they say, oh. on Sky Documentaries. Oh, wow. And I've watched a bit of that, and that is very, very good. So um, there you go. At a more basic level of TV content, because you're like the expert on it, but at the weekend, on I think Saturday night, I decided to watch... Uh, some people were tweeting about Top of the Pops 1990 last week, maybe. So I thought, 1990's up there. I mean, obviously, it's not quite Euro 96, but 1990 is right up there with 1984, 96 as one of my all-time favourite years. Right. Fucking hell, Top of the Pops 1990, mate. What a fucking programme. I mean, you'll know it inside out. But <laughs> obviously, Betty Boo. Yeah. Uh, obviously, oh, beat, the, the beats story in, of... Yeah, the up. story of Beats yeah. International, yeah. right, with what's her name? What's her name, Lindy? Lindy, Lindy Layton. Mm-hmm. Lindy Layton, that's brilliant. But the best of all, mm. MC Tunes. Yes! MC Tunes is yes. a fucking legend, right? I mean, totally. I remember liking MC Tunes at the time, right? Because uh-huh. he was dressed as a sort of an unscrupulous minicab driver yeah. from Manchester, yeah. right? Yeah. That, and, and But, like, it was just brilliant when you saw it MC just, Tunes. It just and sort of like, looks like a complete wrong doesn't he? Yeah, back then. Completely. But now, MC Tunes is, like, beyond, like, what, however much you respected him at the time. And <laughs> right now, he is fucking legendary. He is fucking brilliant, just talking about being on top yeah. of the pops. And then, uh, next thing I know, I, I mean, he's literally Sir John Fanny Powder. He is, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. And uh, they asked me to go on um, some sort of uh, aquatic, it's a knockout. So I was like, yeah, all right. And the main bloke from 808 State's obviously a bit cool. And he's like, yeah, I mean, they wanted us to go on. It's a knockout. And I was like, hey, not for us, man. But uh, MC Tunes was like, yeah, great. I'd love to. Fantastic. (laughs) And he's going, oh, we're on this fucking boat with Sonia. And they're pulling me around on speedboat about 30 mile per hour. And I fucking flipped off and smacks into the water. And Sonia went flying off in the other direction. <laughs> He's fucking great. I had I had a rule, right? I had a golden rule back then. Any job that were offered, my question was, are they putting a car on? If they put a car on and I get there door to door for free, I'll do it. <laughs> he was he is br- it's worth watching for that. The whole show is mm. great. And but that but he he wins even mm. in a show that also has Lindy Lohan and no Lindy, Lindy Layton, yeah, Lindy Layton and fucking Betty Boo. Betty Although Boo. Betty Boo, I feel bad for because she's like, I keep thinking she's going to burst out in tears. I don't know why I get that sense. Some people are like that. Oh. They're not really. I don't know. She just uh, maybe she, some people don't like being interviewed. She's probably like, oh fucking hell, I yeah, hate going I think over she's all quite this again. Now, I mean, yeah, she, was I on Twitter. she was on Twitter for a while and she followed me briefly, and then I think she realised what I was all about, and then quickly thought, oh, no. retreated. Mm. I think I'd sort of like tweeted about her quite a bit, and eventually she followed me. Oh yeah, out of pity, like um, <laughs> like a fly. She was like, no, like not a for fly. Me flying into the mouth of a Venus flytrap or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you tweeted back at her, gotcha. Yeah. So then she just deleted her account quite wisely. 
Yeah, she was right well, uh, to do that. Yeah, but she's really seemed absolutely brilliant and lovely, and it was great hearing her stories about that. I actually prefer... What I realised was, I think I prefer Where Are You Baby to Doing the Do. Yeah, definitely. Better, isn't it? Definitely I mean, Doing the Do's song, more yeah. famous, but Where Are You Baby's a really great song. It's a good proper bubblegum pop song, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I've always... I've always loved Dub Be Good to Me, the cover version of the SOS band. That was really good. Mm-hmm. And then, what else? Um, and then I watched 1988, which was also superb. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had Wendy James from Transvision Vamp. But right, she yeah. seems slightly annoying now. I, I don't was know never, if you've seen that one. I was never into Transvision Vamp. Nah, even, well, even on the most you're not basic blinded level. by Wendy, Wendy James. That, I think I look back and I think I was blinded by Wendy James because it yeah. seemed so exciting and exotic and sexy. Yeah. Um, but in fact, yeah, it was silly. Yeah, very silly. Um, what and, else? and now I'm on to 85. So yeah, once you start on those things, I mean, I think I've, I feel like I've seen most of them before, but once you start on them, it's really hard. Andy, I can't find 1989. They've got 1990 and 1988. They trail mm-hmm. 1989 at the end of 1988. Mm-hmm. Where is 1989 on the well, iPlayer, Andy? Put these, they put all these out when they start repeating that particular year on BBC4 on a Friday night. And then they always trail the next year, even though they're not going to be showing the documentary for like six months. Fucking but hell. I think most of them are on YouTube. Right. I'll so watch 89 on that then. Have a look on there. I've, I've mm. definitely seen them on YouTube before. But I think BBC Two are just repeating them in just random order. I mean, I think they had 81 on about three weeks ago, and now they're on 1990, so they're just I, putting them out. I don't know why Fucking someone whatever. hasn't made a, a programme, or just a podcast about MC Tunes. Just, like, <laughs> get involved with more MC Tunes well, content is my advice well, to everyone listening. Let's get let's get in touch with them and get him to do his own podcast. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, let's just do that. That, yeah, that seems that plausible. He won't need guests or anything, he'll just do it himself. No, it's just him talking about the good old days, talking yeah. about the aquatic fucking it's a knockout with Sonia. I'll just get him to go through the, the day's newspaper and just talk about it into a <laughs> microphone, put it out. <laughs> um, what else is going on? We're on, um, oh, I'll tell you what, we'll quickly update the football prediction thing. Where is it? Uh, yeah, it was International Weekend. Um, <clears throat> you got three points, I got six points. What? Uh, yeah, I correctly predicted Czech Republic won, Belgium won. Uh, Results spot got one. So your lead has been cut to 15 points. Still is that quite a long way enough? to go. Still I a way to go, could, there yeah, is. It's possible. There, I want to keep people in suspense because I know it means so much to people. In fact, I believe it to be the main driving force of this podcast's popularity <laughs> is the, the nail-bite intention of our yeah. predictions contest. Yeah, well... Um, no, but I'm not giving in, put it that way. But uh, nobody, none of us predicted Ireland nil Luxembourg won. Fucking hell. Fuck's sake, is that... Oh, come off it, Ireland. That's a <laughs> yeah. disgrace. Jesus Christ, that stings. That is but, really uh, horrible. Yeah, there you go. Um, what else? It's Oh, yeah, I mean, it's the 29th of March, so like some of the restrictions have been lifted. And we yeah. can do more stuff. Is that is that going to be directly affecting you? Is there anything you're going to do you've been waiting to do? Now, well, my my mate texted me this morning. First thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, he lives with his dad, right? He moved right. back to the country last year, having been away for years. And he um, 
he lives with, with his wife and daughter, but also with his dad. And I think it, and I think sometimes he goes a bit stir crazy. And this morning at about eight a.m., he texted me saying, "Look out of your window, I am outside." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I did believe him. He wasn't. He was, I said, well, I'm up in the park. So I was at the park having a run. And he's gone, yeah, it's all right. I'm having a cup of tea with the roofers. We can wait till you get back. <laughs> so, but I I tell you what, my mate, my another mate of mine, he, his wife, called, his good wife called my good wife and said, mm-hmm. Tuesday night is going to be 22 degrees. Do you want to mm-hmm. come round and have something to eat in our back garden? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I got to tell you, I am a miserable cunt, right, who is yeah. so fucking lazy and loves mm-hmm. just sitting around in his own rig with a cup of tea that I am awful at, like, social engagements the older I get. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, God, do we have to? I've become that cunt. But I, to my own surprise, as much as my wife's, when she told me, I was like, fucking buzzing off my nuts yeah. right and then my mate actually called me as a follow-up because it's sort of like your mum's organized a play date for you right yeah behind your back he called me up like a day later and went have you heard and i was like what and he went we're getting together on tuesday night because the good wives done it i went yeah, yeah. i said it's really weird mate because no offense but i would usually just think fuck that i can't be asked i said yeah. i'm actually fucking buzzing at the thought of it yeah just the kids six o'clock mm. bit of dinner in the garden yeah but he went yeah so am i i'm actually looking forward to seeing you fucking weird it's gonna um, be not- i mean it, it's kind of all come together this has happened today so we're allowed to do stuff more mm. clocks went forward <clears throat> yeah a couple of days ago so you get an hour extra daylight uh the weather as you said is going to be fantastic in places this week it's just and i watched bbc breakfast this morning and they were just doing outside broadcast bits of various things that have started up again so you mm. had duncan goodhue at a lido somewhere in london that was full of people swimming mm. doing things that they haven't been able to do for ages duncan goodhue is fucking right we need someone it. at the lidos who are you thinking no contest good is you. fucking goodhue where is he no i don't know find him he, they found goodhue at some bar in the middle of some like in the, some woodlands far away yeah. from anywhere just hunched over a bar with a single shot of whiskey in front of it <laughs> and the tv producer walked in and went duncan Goodhue," and he goes hmm, i haven't Maybe. heard that name in a long time <laughs> who, who, who's who wants to know we've got a job for you it's from the bbc i don't do that anymore <laughs> they've they've opened the lidos what swimming's <laughs> back okay um, they want you, you to cover it Oh, those days are gone. <laughs> Just when uh, I thought I was out. I've got nothing to say about swimming no more. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got this thing this morning and they're, they're talking to the boss of the Lido and he's talking about the various rules that are still in place and that people can't do backstroke because they need to be able to see where they're swimming. They can't go knee at the people and all this sort of thing. Mm. So then Duncan Goodyear does his interview and mm. then strips off, takes his T-shirt off, puts his fucking swimming cap and his goggles on and he gets into the pool. There's two people next to him who were swimming right close to each other against the rules. Mm. And then Duncan Goodyear just gets in and just does the backstroke. While yeah, being interviewed. have some of that, cunt. It's just, yeah. It's all right. Once Rules you won the Olympic off. medal, you get special diplomatic immunity from most laws. It's like Prince Andrew. <laughs> he can fucking go around doing what he wants. Same with me, more or less. <laughs> I Backstroke, can't get whatever. 
I can't get COVID except because of the hair. I've got no body hair, so I can't get COVID either. It's one of them things. So good news. And then they went to some outdoor fucking horse place where people are doing horse stuff. And everyone's just so happy to be yeah, doing these things nice, again. And I was just watching it thinking, this is fucking lovely. Well, to be so honest, I've been feeling quite low. Not yesterday, because it was obviously it's with but I've been feeling low in a way that I haven't for throughout the whole of lockdown. All right. I've almost felt guilty because I've felt not just all right, but actually for a lot of it, particularly good. I had a nice time. Yeah. I've had a nice time. We've documented as to why, and I do feel guilty <laughs> saying it because I know yeah. that I'm privileged and lucky in, in a whole variety of different ways <clears> that <throat> put me in a position to enjoy it. Mm. But it, you know, it fed into the just rest lifestyle that I am always attempting to employ. Yeah, not always succeeding, but lockdown helped a lot. And I and don't know, I don't good. know all the reasons, but I just have felt good. And a lot of people around me, and a lot of people you read and hear about, have not felt so good. And then, but all of a sudden over the last week, I've been feeling a bit miserable. But in I a know way what that it I, is. I can't work out what. I know what there's it no is. There's no reason. Sam. What is I it? I know what it is. I know what, what? it is. It's the scaffolding. Yeah, disruption. You're feeling... Im- no, no, not... You're feeling imprisoned. You're feeling yeah, imprisoned by that. the scaffolding. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 It, there is a direct link between the day the scaffolding went up and when I started to go. feel this way. Yeah, that's what I, I'm telling you, that's what it is. Don't Fucking look any hell, further. Really as soon as that scaffolding comes down, you'll be feeling like yourself again with your new I'll roof. be living out loud again. You will be. Trust me. Because I go, feel like I haven't been living out loud enough. Well, that's all right. You don't have to all the time. You can no. live quietly now and again. Before we go yeah. quickly um, on the subject of like addiction and stuff, which we sometimes talk about, mm. there's a great interview with Marty Pello of Wet Wet oh, Wet yeah. in the Guardian today, where he talks about all of his demons. I think he's he about was, uh, 20, he 23 ba- years clean now. Bang on the heroin, wasn't he? He was on the heroin. Yeah, never injected it though. He said he always just smoked it. So I think that's all right. Fucking hell, I'm going to read that straight away. That sounds wicked. It's dead good. Oh, maybe dead I could good. invite him onto the reset, my podcast about mental well, health. He and might that. do it. He might do it. Got a new album out. I'd love that, mate. That would be amazing. I don't it? know how you reach him, but you know, if you could do that, good Find stuff. Um, that's it from this one. We have to go now. Uh, thank yep. you very much. Just because we go, it doesn't mean we'll not come back. We always live inside of your hearts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. shopify.com work.